Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it up for uh, Bill Evans, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Bill Evans. Um, yeah, I like uh, I like weird music. You know, I like weird music, and it is what it is. And I'm not gonna fucking stop for nobody. Uh, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you guys how great of a fucking morning I've had because it it ha- it's not good. All right, it's not fucking good. Uh, let me kind of tell you a little bit about how my morning's been going. I got up this morning, uh, took a shower with a new, some new soap I had. You know, I was really excited. Put my music on in the background. I had a really good shower. Uh, I get out. I get dressed. You know, I'm wearing something real nice and cozy for the day. Uh, you know, I'm, it's Monday, so we're doing a new episode. And <clears throat> I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to make myself a good, healthy breakfast. I go downstairs, I make myself a, a egg over easy and a medium rare steak. Um, and I'm just like the happiest, right? Because so far it's been a good morning. So far, up until I sit down, I put the plate on my desk and then I go, I run to the bathroom for like two or three minutes, dude. I come back out and this motherfucker, Tommy, my dog, ate the guy, the, the whole fucking plate and left me a sliver. The whole, he ate, he ate the whole thing. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm going on an empty stomach. Uh, I'm drinking some coffee, you know, and I, I smoked a little bit. But other than that, you know, it's, it's an empty, empty fucking stomach. And I'm hungry. I want to eat. I want to, I want to, you know, make sure that I go hunt and I gather and I fucking make the kill. And we're right here with the Drowning Fish podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, man. Uh, other than this morning, you know, that my dog eating my fucking food. Uh, it's been a pretty good week. You know, a lot of, lot has happened. I've actually wrote a lot uh, some of it will find its way into this episode, I'm sure. But I was thinking about, uh, this summer, how I, I just want to have a good summer. You know, a lot of the, in, in the past, I, I never look forward to summer one, because, um, I've always had this thing and, uh, where I just look in the mirror and I'm like, dude, you can't be out. Like you can't be out in the summer, you know, with your shirt off. And it's changing this summer, bro. Like I'm, I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight, but I'm not looking in the mirror and being like, you're a fat fuck, dude. You gotta, you're not going to take your, I'm taking my shirt off this summer and I don't care. All right. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm 25 years old. This is as good as it's going to get for now. And I'm going to take my shirt off, dude, because you know, maybe one day I don't, I don't think I'll ever have like a six pack or anything, but I, I am starting to get a little bit in shape, uh, flatter stomach flatter cock um flat earth theory but other than that man like i'm taking my shirt off this fucking summer and no one's gonna tell me anything other than put your fucking shirt on you fat brown bastard nah man but i am looking forward to summer man i'm looking forward to getting some vitamin d um you know i want to get tan dude like used to, I, I tried to avoid the sun because I didn't like getting dark and I didn't like getting real black, you know, but I can get really, really dark in the sunlight. So that's why I try to stay away. And I, in the past, like I was saying, I really didn't enjoy summer, but this year there's something about summer, man, that I'm looking forward to. I'm in, 
I'm looking forward to the summer that we get around here in the South. Like, you know, it's, it's humid, it's hot, everyone's upset. And, you know, during that, I'm just going to be really happy because, you know, it, it is, it, it is what it is. And I'm kind of getting used to that environment. Um, like back when I was like a teenager, I'd be like, God damn, I fucking hate being hot and humid all the time, you know, but now it's kind of like, I can't wait for my skin to get a little dewy, you know, to have like a bonfire in the fucking summertime and go fishing and shit with my friends, uh, go to the lake and whatnot. Just do summer activities, man. Um, I'm looking forward to all summer activities, you know, everything except swimming. Um, I don't know if a lot of you know, but I actually don't know how to swim and it's not because I choose to. It actually is because I choose to. I don't know how to swim. Uh, one because I I grew up and I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't really like swimming and I, I don't really like the outdoors and I don't like summer. Like I was saying, dude. But now I'm just like, dude, I don't know how to fucking swim, man. Like a brown Mexican guy not knowing how to swim is super unheard of. You know, it's kind of like a black guy, like a black kid with a dad. You know. Um, it's super unheard of, man. It's rare. It's like a diamond in a rough type of situation, you know? And now I'm actually trying to enjoy the outdoors a little bit more, trying to go outside and read and whatnot, do like grown shit activities, you know? Um, but yeah, I got to learn how to swim, man. Cause if I don't know, if I don't know how to swim, dude, how, I guess this is the drowning fish podcast at the end of the day, you know, uh, I'm just a drowning piece of shit in my sorrow. Um, Man, I hope everybody's fucking weeks have been really good, dude. Like, I've been full of nothing but positivity and uh, nothing but joy and whatnot, you know. And every now and then, you know, I get, like, sadness looms upon everybody. Um, And, yeah, you know, like, shit happens and whatnot. You go out and kill a few people, yeah, whatever, you know, like shit happens dude like if you got to go do what you got to do like go kill somebody i get it but some you just got to like pray about it you know like if you got to pray about it just pray about it man like don't tell me like don't come kill me but at the same time like if you got a problem just pray about it man and i'm sure it'll, it'll get resolved and whatnot but um something came across my mind the other day and it was about my dog it's funny because I actually wrote this really nice piece about my dog and I was basically saying that uh, my wife and I were the only thing that my dog adores, you know, like when we get home, he he like cries, he hounds, you know, he's full of happiness inside and he, he, and he he's just really happy to fucking see us when we get home, you know. And uh, here we go this morning. He eats my fucking breakfast, dude. I feel like Jesus uh, during the last supper, you know, like this motherfucker betrayed me and took my goddamn food, bro. Like I wrote this nice piece, bro, for you. And you ate my food and I'm really upset about it, you know? And, uh, I wanted to kind of, I wanted to tell everybody how much I love my dog. I love my dog with all my heart, dude. Like I, I'm, I don't want to have kids, bro, because this dog is my kid, you know, like this dog is like, he's everything to me, dude. And, and, uh, sometimes we just stare at each other's souls and we talk back and forth and we're kind of like, like, dude, I understand, bro. Like shit's life is hard, you know, and you got to kind of keep going, dude. Like you're a dog and you might not have like the same problems I do, 
but he gets hungry and he gets sad, I'm sure, and he gets happy. And uh, no matter what, you know, at the end of the day, you just kind of got to keep going, dude. Like, what are you going to do? Kill yourself? Yes. Um, but yeah, dogs don't kill themselves, dude. Like, they kill each other, but like, then they kill others. Like, pit bulls, like, pit bulls like to target toddlers, not because they're weak or bad, because uh, toddlers can't like defend themselves. But toddlers actually taste really good. Um, back in 2006, when I went to, uh, Taiwan, we actually ate a couple toddlers out there. And I'm not going to lie, man. Like a lot of people aren't going to like this, but they were actually pretty good, man. And I honestly, I don't even blame pit bulls anymore, dude. Like pit bulls are smart creatures, man. They're, they're, they're fearless and they're fearful. If that makes sense, you know, uh, they're fearless when it comes to, you know, battling a home intruder, but they're fearless because they go out there and they kill the best. They kill the best of the best meat and they get what they want and they get the, what they deserve because they know what the best is. And that toddler meat, honestly, it's some of the best meat uh, on the market. I forgot what I was watching, but I was watching something and, uh, I was watching this guy like he was super drunk or he was pretending to be super drunk. And he was like, uh, he went in the bathroom and, and that kind of reminded myself like, dude, I've been fucked up a lot. You know, like I've been fucked up to a point where I'm like, you know what, man, I should stop drinking, but it's so goddamn fun. And, uh, that's like old Eric, you know, I don't get like that anymore. Every one, every now and then maybe like a couple times, uh, like maybe once every three months or like, I'll, I'll drink a couple, like, uh, like a couple shots or whatever and get a little buzz. But those days are over for me, man. Cause like you would go, I'd go in the bathroom, look in the mirror and just be like, you got this, man. You fucking got this dude. Like you're going to get everybody home safe. Uh, like you got to fucking sober up right now, man. Like you got, you're just having fun, dude. Honestly, at the end of the day, you're just having fun, man. And you're the fucking guy and everyone likes you. And like, I go back out there, you know, and everyone's having fuck fucking fun, dude. And like, the thing about when I drink is like I piss like a fucking racehorse, dude. Like if anybody has hung out with me when I drink, dude, I have to go to the bathroom every like five fucking minutes, dude, because that shit just runs straight through me. Um, and it's even worse the next morning, actually. Like not only do I have a headache, but my butthole is aching as well, dude, because like all that shit just goes like straight through my asshole, too, dude. I feel like I have some leakage somewhere in my urinary uh, like lining or whatever, it probably leaks right into like into my digestive system. I don't know, dude. Like I don't know, uh, exactly how that works. I'm not a scientist or whatever. Maybe I should call Fauci and ask him. But you know, I'm not an expert, but I'm sure alcohol is not supposed to come out of your asshole, dude. And that's just what it feels like when I fucking drink, uh, especially when I'm drinking. Like, um, uh, and it sucks because I actually enjoy it. Uh, whiskey really fucks me up in my asshole. Um, I was just like, it's just like a stream of fucking liquid coming out of my ass every time, uh, the next day. And it's not pretty. It's not, you know, it's not something you're not supposed to like, I'm not gratifying this, you know, I'm not putting it on an, on a pedestal or whatever, but, uh, it's not pretty man. Like, you know, we all deal with some shit and my shit is out of my asshole when I drink, dude. And I don't know what else to tell you, man. Like it just, 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 it's just how the cookie fucking crumbles, you know? Um, 
Yeah, man. Let me tell you real quick. And I know this is supposed to be a fucking comedy podcast and I don't want it to make it seem like it's some kind of blog. Like I just get on here and I tell you what I've been thinking for the week, you know, or what I've been watching or what I've been doing. Cause I don't, no one gives a real fuck at the end of the day. Uh, but the ones that do listen, I do, uh, really honestly appreciate. And you know, I, I've said it before. I'm not looking for fame. I'm not looking for money, dude. I'm just on here uh, trying to be, trying to make somebody's fucking day a little better, dude. Because my day's great, dude. And I know my dog ate my fucking lunch uh, or my breakfast or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's okay. It's all good, baby. It's all fucking gravy. Um, Yeah, man, but I was thinking a lot these last couple of weeks about God. And, uh, you know... I'm not, I'm not somebody that, if you've been listening to this fucking podcast, you know, I grew up extremely, uh, Christian and at some point in my life, I kind of just gave up and I was like, you know what? I don't believe in God because I just, there's no proof. Um, and there still isn't real proof to be honest. There's no proof, um, other than, you know, the Bible or whatever, but, um, yeah, and I, I kind of do believe in a simulation theory, and I believe in that we're in a simulation and everything's controlled by corporate propaganda. Everything's controlled by government. And it is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it to change. But, you know, I really opened up my heart and I opened up my mind, and uh, I accepted that there is a God, and I, I started to pray um, because, you know, I feel like at some point, you know, if God is real, that uh, I do pray, you know, and it is what it is. Like, if I pray, I pray. I'm not like, fuck, I'm not like, God, will you please give me a trampoline? Like, when I was a little kid, that's the shit I used to ask for, you know. Um, And then at some point, it changed from that to, God, will you please help me, like, guide me through these obstacles, help guide me, like, give me real courage and uh, let me not fear everything that is in front of me, you know. Shit like that, dude. Like, when did it go from me asking God for a trampoline to fucking, God, please let me make it through another day because if not, I'm going to shoot myself in my fucking head. And that's kind of why I stopped believing in God, you know, because tragedy occurs everywhere, dude. Like, you can't, I can't stop it. You can't fucking stop it. Let's just try to be better humans. Uh, I accepted God at the end of the day, you know, um... I don't know if he's real or not, but, you know, I did, like I was saying, I was praying. I got a little off track there. Um, I was praying, man, and during that week, I just, I really felt for the first time in a really long time, I felt joyful. I felt uh, some tranquility, and, you know, I accepted it. I accepted those feelings, and, uh, you know, I just gave it a thought, man. I prayed the last couple of weeks, and... I haven't prayed like that. I haven't prayed in a really long time. It's been years since I've actually prayed. Um, you know, maybe last year I was like, God, please, whatever, you know, like, <laughs> but like this time I actually like opened my mind dude, and opened my heart. And I was like, man, something has to change. Something in society has to change. And maybe it's me, you know, I've been preaching about fucking changing and being a better person and, uh, you know, being, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Just just not following the crowd, you know, and the crowd is definitely going against the the stepping stones and the foundations that were set in place on earth by who knows what. 
but a lot of those foundations and a lot of those uh a lot of those like it's it's critical you know a lot of the stuff like the 10 commandments dude like a lot of that shit like yeah you shouldn't fucking steal you shouldn't fucking cheat and you shouldn't kill and it's just like like basic fucking thoughts you know and basic uh morals but I, I'm I feel happy right now and at the end of the day, you know, like I get a little sad. I got sad like two days ago, like real bad sad. And then I was like, it's just a fucking thought. Like your mood and your emotion is just a thought in your head. And at the end of the day, dude, like at the end of the day, it's the end of the day and you just gotta keep fucking going, man. Um Yeah, I accepted I, I accepted God and I accepted the way that I was feeling. I accepted the sea of tranquility. It was like a blanket of tranquility, like everything's going to be okay no matter what. Uh, I actually felt I felt like that for the first time in a really long time. And uh, I told God, I was like, God, I accept you. I accept that you are here. Um, but please accept me too, you know, like accept me for who I am. I'm not going to stop being me, man. Like I'm, I want to live like a fucking rock star dude and I, I always say i want to live minimalistic i want to be like whatever like i'll fucking i'll record in a goddamn closet if i have to nobody wants to record in a closet nobody wants to record in a fucking in a shoebox dude like nobody wants to live like that um and while i can and while i have the power i am going to do everything fucking possible to get this bitch off the ground and this is what we got to do man we just got to keep going and we got to keep fucking fighting, man. Uh, I don't care if you're Christian or not, religious or not, spiritual. We can all agree that you want the best. Everybody around you wants the best. And if you do your best to be better, then that just means the world's a better place. Um, man, when did I go to the dentist? Like two, it was like a week ago, maybe. Uh, I went to the dentist to get my Invisalign buttons removed. Um, you know, my teeth aren't 100% perfect. They look fine. They look better than what they used to. Um, they're not perfect. I never really honestly wanted them perfect. I I thought I wanted them perfect. And then one day I was like, you know what? I don't really give a fuck about perfection. Um, this is gone for too long. And maybe one day when I make it big, I'll get like a diamond fucking and plated teeth. But for now, you know, they're good. And they're not horrible. They're not falling out. They're not like saturated and fucking twinkie toes or whatever the fuck um but yeah I, I i just like dude i gotta get this shit out of my mouth so uh i went to the dentist and i sat there for like 40 minutes and i told the lady i was like hey like uh like i want to get these buttons removed or whatever and she was like okay she was like uh she was like why and i was like it's uncomfortable and she was like, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. Like your teeth are moving around, you know, your mouth is shaped. you like your, your, your whole gums are like, uh, shifting from their current position. And I was like, no, like I actually hate the Invisalign treatment and just a little bit of, uh, some tip for you guys. Like if you're debating on getting Invisalign or braces, definitely go for braces, man. Like it probably hurts a little bit more, but it wasn't the pain that was uncomfortable. It was just super uncomfortable having plastic in my fucking mouth 22 hours every day for like the past two or three years, dude. And I just stopped wearing them, dude. I was like, I'm not going to wear this shit. It's super uncomfortable. 
And I got, I was like, yeah, I just, I want to quit Invisalign now. And she was like, oh, okay. Uh, she like wasn't prepared for that. You know, she wasn't, she thought that we were going to continue Invisalign and, and I was supposed to be done in like July. And I was like, dude, I can't fucking do it. I don't have discipline. I lack discipline. There's a lot of things that I lack. I can't fucking do this, man. And she was like, oh, okay, well, uh, we're gonna, we're just gonna get them removed and that'll be that. So I'll wait around for 40 fucking minutes. The doctor never comes. I think he's actually upset uh, because last time I talked to him, he was like, you got to finish, man. Like, this is a waste of, of work. And I was like, yeah, it is. But I honestly fucking hate it. I can't stand it. Probably the number one thing I hated was Invisalign. And that was that's like uh, that's like first world problems, dude. Like my life's not bad if I actually hate Invisalign. You know, <laughs> I'm over here bitching about Invisalign. There's some people with no fucking teeth uh, like my, like, dude. I got to tell you about this later, man. Like there's some fucking junkies over behind, like behind my fucking house. And I don't know how the fuck they got there, but, uh, I'll tell you about that here in a minute. But yeah, we go through this whole procedure. The doctor never comes. She goes to get the tool to get them off. And she was like, okay, like we have an assistant and she normally never does this, but she's going to hold the suction and the, the, the water that, that way you don't like get dry mouth from this. And I was like, okay, whatever. And they're going at it. And they're like, the, the assistant's fucking up. Like she's like pouring water in my, on my mustache, uh, let, letting my lip go and letting, you know, uh, just random shit occur all the time. And then there was water all over my fucking face and then they start laughing. And then I start laughing and she was like, I'm so fucking sorry. And I was like, you know what? It's whatever. I honestly, I felt like a lab rat, but I was super, super, super stoned out of my mind that I didn't care. Um, I just, I just kept going, dude. I was like, you know what? This is kind of funny. And it was funny. It was probably the best dentist appointment I've ever had ever. And, uh, they were laughing. I was laughing. I felt really high. I know I reeked really bad. Um, but it is what it is, you know? Uh, and at the end, you know, I was like, thank you so much. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Like I don't normally do like, we don't normally do this. She was like, I normally never take the buttons off. Like the, your dentist is supposed to do that. I'm just a hygienist. And I'm like, Oh, good to know. And she was like, yeah, we're pretty sure we got all of it off. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure too. I felt around my mouth. I didn't, I didn't feel anything. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's all out. Um, and we're walking, you know, we're walking out and I, she just starts like laughing and then I'm just like laughing. And then she was like, I'm so sorry, like apologizing the whole fucking way. And I'm like, I don't like my fucking whole face got wet because this bitch couldn't. And I hate to call her a bitch, you know, she's a nice lady, but this bitch couldn't keep the fucking hose in my mouth, bro. And uh, it was pretty funny. I thought I'd share. I, I live for times like those where, you know, people... I hate going to the dentist, dude. I fucking hate going to the dentist. Like people hate going to the dentist. And I promise you, dude, if you smoke a little bit of weed before you go and just get, go in there and just accept the fact that you have to go to the dentist and you have to get your teeth cleaned. It's better, dude. Like, I'm just like, you know what, dude, I don't care if this motherfucker stabs me in my eye right now, dude. Like I'm fucking having a good time. And, uh, yeah, for now, from now on, Every time I have to go to the dentist, even not even the dentist, dude, if I have to go to the doctor, dude, like people hate going to the doctor, you know, 
if I have to go to the doctor, I'm going to go in there high unless I'm really fucking sick, you know? Um, like if I'm throwing up or whatever, I'm not going to get high. I'll probably feel like shit. Probably have like a fever or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, go to the dentist high. I promise you, uh, it's one of the best experiences I've, I've had in a minute. Um, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people do go high to the dentist and I've never heard about anybody going high to the dentist ever before until I did it. And then I was like, dude, this is game changing. Like people, people fucking hate doing shit, dude. So they get high and go do it just a better experience, you know? Um, but yeah, we're going to leave it at that. Drinking some coffee. It's the only thing my dog didn't take from me. Let me reset my camera real quick. It's going to take like two seconds. And uh, I'll try to put some... Let's find some background music for you. Um, you know what? I don't even know if there is background. Yep, yep here we go. All right, we're fucking back, baby. Yeah, let's go. Bill Evans again on the fucking keys. Anyways, turn that shit off. Uh, yeah, man. What else did I write? Let's go. Uh, being a trans woman is one of the toughest things to do in current America. Not only do you have to put up with people's sick fucking jokes... Uh, it's those nasty looks you get. You go to the store, you know, you go to the store, people are judging you. People are judging you like you're wearing your high heels. You know, you go out with a little bit of makeup, uh, you put your weave on and you go to, you go to work and, uh, there's disbelief in your parents and your friends and everyone just looks down upon you. You know, uh, being a trans woman is one of the toughest things to do, man. And, uh, Trans women are the heroes in today's society. I admire their dedication to come out and say, this is who I am. Accept me. And to that, I, I admire and I agree. Do you, you know, be free. Uh, but you can't deny the fact that you were once a man. You like those warm summer nights watching college football Dog by your feet, kick back, drinking a cold, refreshing Bud Light. Mm -mm. Mm. God damn that Bud Light, that nice, crisp river of goodness rushing down your esophagus. And when you reach the bottom of that bottle, you stick your hole in the tongue and you just grab every drop you possibly can. Mm, I just love that feeling, you know, and then you reach over to your left and you grab yourself another Bud Light out of your igloo ice chest. Uh, you grab yourself another and down the hatch it goes, you know. It's just, it's, it's, it's tough being trans in general, you know. You can't enjoy a nice, refreshing, cold beverage with the boys without somebody really like somebody like pointing fingers, man. Like 
if you drink a Bud Light and people are just like, oh my God, this guy's drinking a Bud Light in today's society, uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get stoned. You're gonna get lynched and you're gonna get hot tar put all over you with feathers. And it's not something that I want to happen, but it's something that has to happen. We have to hold these people accountable. Uh, we have to make sure that Bud Light drinkers are held to a higher standard than everybody in society. We have to make sure that Bud Light drinkers uh, feel the pain and the wrath that is coming to them because, you know, drinking a Bud Light not only means that you are uh, rare, it just it also means that you are special. And I like Bud Light Platinums, you know. Bud Light Platinums are, uh, they're a little bit of a higher category than regular Bud Light. I can't stand a regular Bud Light, but Bud Light Platinums, dude, like, when I used to get fucked up, man, Bud Light Platinum would get me there quick, dude, because it's a higher alcohol percentage um, and just Bud Light Platinum, you know, it's kind of like Bud Light Platinum is the gold standard when it comes to Bud Light. And when you drink Bud Light Platinum, things things are things are different. You're treated as if you're God. You're treated as if you were Jeff Bezos. People treat you like you're the president of the United States. Um, not the current one, maybe like Obama, you know, like a serious president. But like, I don't know, dude. You know, Bud Light Platinums are the are the way to go, man. If you're gonna if you're gonna boycott Bud Lights. Please don't boycott Bud Light Platinum, dude, because I'm not going to lie, dude. I actually enjoy Bud Light Platinum. I remember the first time I drank one, I was like, this is fucking delicious. And I just I just liked them from then and there. And I'm not going to stop drinking Bud Light Platinums. I'll fucking do anything for a Bud Light Platinum, actually. If somebody wants to fucking shove their cock in my ass for a Bud Light Platinum, I'll do it. I'll do it right fucking now. I don't give a fucking goddamn. If somebody shoves their cock up my ass, I'm drinking that Bud Light Platinum and I'm going to get fucked up. And if anybody says anything about my Bud Light Platinum, I'm going to shove that bottle up their ass and I'm going to make sure to make, I'm going to make sure that bottle shatters inside of their asshole. And that's all I got to say, guys. That's all I'm going to fucking say. If you see me drinking a Bud Light Platinum, mind your fucking business, bro. All right. Mind your motherfucking business. I dropped a soap this morning in the shower, dude. And I was thinking about like how I'm, I'm lucky. I'm not, uh, I'm lucky. I'm not in prison, you know, shit. Hmm. Definitely don't want to read that. All right. Oh, I'm going to read this for sure. Uh, it's about a friend I had back in the day, and I was thinking about him yesterday, actually. And uh, he was my neighbor. Um, but let me tell you, like, how we met. We met in elementary. Like, we were super young. We were little kids. I'm pretty sure we were, like, first grade 
or like third grade best friends, you know, or whatever. And one day he moved to the trailer park I stayed at and we basically became best friends then as well. Because we were neighbors, you know, and not only we were neighbors, we were fucking classmates. So it's kind of like, hey, we might as well be friends, you know. Um, But yeah, man, like this kid grew up to be on uh, real bad drugs. And I remember this one time he calls me up. We were in high school, I'm pretty sure. And this guy calls me up and he was like, hey, man, like telling me all these excuses like on why he needs $20 and he calls me up and I'm like, you know what, dude, I'll give you 20 fucking dollars, whatever. So we pull up and this man is telling me his life story. I'm like, dude, we're fucking 16, 17. Like you haven't had it as bad as me. I'm not fucking doing drugs. I have a car and I'm lending you $20. I'm in my car giving you 20 fucking dollars. And this guy's telling me how bad his fucking life has been. I'm like, dude, we grew up in the same trailer park. It wasn't that fucking bad, man. All right. God damn fucking grow up. Anyways, this dude doesn't look me in my fucking eyes. Uh, the whole time he's telling me he's like looking down and I'm like, dude, take this fucking 20, um, go do what you got to do. And I just knew, you know, I just knew that he, he, wasn't going to use that for food or whatever the fuck he needed. Uh, David actually was with me that day and he can tell you like this motherfucker didn't look me in my eyes. He just took the money and David called it immediately. He was like, yeah, dude, he's going to use that for drugs. Like he definitely finessed you. And you know, I came to the, to the agreement that he maybe 110% used that money for drugs, but it is what it is, dude. Like, what am I going to do? You know, I'm not going to go in there and be like, hey, man, don't shoot up. I'm fucking 16. I got my own shit to worry about. Um, And yeah, he was like, man, I'm going to get you back, dude. Like, I'm going to pay you back. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't even have. I'm in a you don't fucking have anything. What do you mean you're going to get me back, bro? Like, you don't have fucking shit. Anyways, dude, I I was like, all right, man, just get me back like in a week or whatever. You know, I want my money back for sure. I'm fucking broke, dude. I'm making like seven dollars an hour and I'm driving a fucking V6 car. I'm like, dude, I need the money for gas because gas is like nineteen dollars a gallon. And I needed this money, man. But I was a good friend. I gave him the twenty dollars for his meth. And, uh, you know, I pull off. Months go by. And one day I was like, dude, I really need my money. Like I've been texting this motherfucker. I'm like, bro, I need my money. Like it's 20 bucks, but I need it. And he never texted me back. And I remember uh, there was this little crack house. He used to stay out with uh, some crack fiends. And uh, I remember I, I'm pulling up fast as fuck to this house, dude. Like I, I leave to go to this guy's house. And dude, I'm a teenager. I'm like 16, 17 years old, bro. I pull up to this motherfucker's house. And there's like two crackheads sitting on the staircase, dude. It's not even a porch. It's a fucking staircase. And uh, I get out of my car. Music's blasting. I turn it down. I'm like, hey, dude, you guys seen this motherfucker around? And they were like, no. And I was like, all right, well, whenever you guys see him, tell him Eric's looking for him. And uh, I felt like a badass, dude. I felt fucking cool as shit. Got back in my car, turned the music up and sped off, bro. Like I was fucking zooming in that motherfucker, bro. And uh, I never really saw him after that. I don't know how he's doing. I heard he was clean. I should reach out to him maybe. I don't know. Uh, he still owes me 20. So whenever I see him, I'm going to get him. But um, 
you know, I was I was like really needing that money, bro. Like I needed that money more than he needed that money because I was on my fucking last leg, dude. Like I I I worked like two days a week, bro, in high school, um, maybe like two or three days a week at a goddamn KFC, bro. And I needed that money. And he never paid me. Uh, but yeah, dude, I I pulled up to his fucking house and I asked him where my twenty dollars was and he wasn't even there. And I told some crackheads to tell him that I'm looking for him. You know, I felt like a badass. I felt like I was in like a uh, fast and furious movie and uh, I actually wasn't. I probably looked really fucking stupid out there. Really like I was really, really skinny because of sports, too. Um, so, yeah, I probably look like a crack fiend myself pulling up with the music blasting some brown skinny fucking kid is like. Hey, man, you guys have seen this motherfucker? Oh, yeah, Eric's looking for him. And then I speed off, dude. I'm fucking goddamn stupid, bro. It's cringe. I think about every now and then how goddamn cringe the past is sometimes and like shit I've done or said. And then uh, I think about like the current mind state that I'm in right now. I'm like, dude, maybe all this shit is just like cringe as fuck. It is actually all cringe. And then in 10 years, I'm going to listen and I know I'm going to fucking cringe my eyes out. Um, yeah, dude, like <laughs> the other day, David was here and we were talking about, um, oh yeah, I'm going to pull them up. I got a treat for you fucking guys. I have a treat. Uh, we were pulling up my rap videos from seventh grade and, uh, yeah, we're going to play one later on today, but not right now. Yeah, it's going to be fucking bananas when I play this. So I wrote this song back in, what year was this? Does it say? I think it was like 2011 or 2012. Uh, So it's been like fucking a long, I was in like seventh grade, dude. I was in seventh grade when I made this and, uh, I had an idea to start a record label in seventh grade named IK Records. And uh, IK stood for Idiot Kid Records. And uh, I had my own logo and all that shit. And I don't know why I'm telling you guys this, but it's been such a long time. Seventh grade was a really long fucking time, dude. And uh, I'm going to play it for you at the end of the podcast. I'm going to let you listen to the whole fucking thing. Um... But yeah, dude, I'm debating on putting this shit on TikTok just because of how bad it was, dude. Um, in this song, I'm talking about drugs and bitches and fucking getting money. And I'm not doing any of those things, dude. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, that was seventh grade Eric, dude. And like I was a poser, still kind of am, but I was a bigger poser. And uh, yeah, you know, I really don't have anything to say other than uh, me debating if I should play this, but I'm definitely going to play it because one, it's fucking hilarious. And uh, two, I really don't give a shit. Oh dude, I meant to tell you about the fucking homeless people out back. I'm going to tell you guys about this real quick uh, because I just saw somebody walk by on my window. My window's open and uh, luckily there's a fence, like a wooden fence, but in between the slats, there's like a little crack and you can see, uh, anyhow, somebody just walked by and the house is boarded up like really bad. It looks like a real, like, like a has, like a hazmat 
uh, hazard, you know, like a hazardous fucking uh, wasteland back there. It's real bad, dude. And uh, this just happened. I don't know exactly when it happened, but it just happened like, I'd say two or three months ago, you know, I noticed one day I looked out there and the house was real nice. The the yard was mowed. You know, I could look into their window and their lights were on, you know. Uh, and now it's like the, the windows are boarded up and the fucking backyard's a goddamn mess. Anyhow, there's fucking homeless people back there, dude. And like, I'm pretty sure they're drug addicts, too, because... Uh, like I found needles where like walking my dog, I found some needles and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Like, is someone going to clean this shit up? And, uh, yeah, the other day I was writing and, uh, I was writing with my window open, you know, smoking a nice J letting it, letting it air out in here or whatever. And I can hear these motherfuckers like rummaging in the background and just, uh, like, fucking talking and screaming and like shooting up. I can hear the fucking veins popping. I could hear, I could hear booty holes popping back there, dude. I heard it all, man. And I heard these homeless people just like have homeless orgies basically. And, uh, I don't know if I should call the police or if I like, I feel like I'm in San Francisco right now. Uh, I feel like, you know, the cash app founder recently died. I feel, I feel like, this is how he felt maybe like five to 10 seconds before he was stabbed to death. You know, uh, like you can hear the background, the homeless people rummaging, you know, people shooting up and you're just like, yeah, uh, this is pretty sketchy. I don't want to get stabbed by a homeless fucking guy, dude. As much as I talk about homeless people, imagine a homeless junkie stabbing me, bro. Like imagine that my, my kryptonite and the, the my fucking enemy is the homeless people, bro. I want to help you guys, all right? I want to help you guys, but I don't want to get stabbed, and I don't want you guys taking advantage of me, all right? So I'm just going to stay in my fucking room and record this podcast and uh, just try to try to be a good guy to them, uh, give them some catnip every now and then. They love that shit, by the way. Uh, dude, I always... I fucking have a joke about me saying that I want to adopt homeless people and like have them around as like butlers and whatnot, like assistants. Um, and maybe these are like FBI planted fucking homeless people just like listening to my every conversation. And like, maybe uh, like one day they'll like swoop in here and be like, you have been having, you have homeless slaves in the back. And I'm like, dude, those aren't even my homeless slaves, dude. Like, I don't know how they got there. Uh, but yeah, that's the truth. That's the honest to God truth, man. Like, I don't know where these fucking people came from. I hear them at night. Like, if I'm outside, I'll hear them. They have, like, these little buggies that they move around in. And uh, one time, one time, I'll tell you this story, and then I'll play the fucking, uh, my hip-hop MTV uh, song here that I made in seventh grade. One time, I was outside, and I could hear them over by the fence. Um, and they were being pretty loud. Like I heard like bottles, like moving around. I think they were collecting cans and bottles and shit. Uh, but I heard like metal and I heard all this random racket and I walk over there. I grab this really nice LED flashlight. I have like super bright. Um, and I have my gun, obviously always have my fucking gun. I'm not going to be the goddamn cash app guy, dude. Like that's not going to happen to me, bro. Even if I do get got, I'm taking a motherfucker with me. That's all I got to say. 
Uh, so yeah, like I'm not pointing my fucking gun at him. Like it's fucking holstered. It's put away. The safety's on. I'm not even touching it. And, uh, I'm walking. The flashlight isn't on because I can see in the dark. I'm looking. I, I go around the fence and here these motherfuckers are like, I'd say 50 yards away from me, just like picking up trash. They're just picking up trash. And I don't even know where this trash came from. I don't know if there's, if it's their shit and they dropped it. I don't fucking know, but I'm literally staring at them with the flashlight in my hand. Again, it's not on because I don't want to spook them and I'm just watching them. And I felt like the fucking nightcrawler, dude. I felt like, uh, those goddamn stupid memes I've been putting on TikTok, by the way, that are great. And if you don't follow me on TikTok, you should, because everything on there is fucking bananas. Um, and if you're coming from TikTok, listening to this shit, please follow. Uh, not every episode's as cringe as this one. Not every episode is really good. Not every episode's really bad. Um, but yeah, I, I was looking at homeless people and I was just like, oh, they're just like cleaning up their shit or whatever. And I watched them for like maybe a minute and they didn't even, they didn't even know I was there, dude. I was like in the background in the dark, uh, under a tree, just watching them, you know, and they didn't know I was there. And I think that's pretty cool, man, because maybe someone's done that to me and I don't know. They're just like, who the fuck is this guy? And then they get there and it's like, oh, it's some autistic guy. Uh, we're going to leave them alone because we don't want to start trouble, you know? Um, other than that, man, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Please share this episode. It's like 46 minutes long. Um, if you didn't get anything from this video, then uh, get this. I made this in seventh grade. Please enjoy it. Uh, I'm, this is a, the official. It's never been released except obviously like some people heard it. Some people didn't. But yeah, here it fucking goes. Oh, I recorded this on 420. That's funny. Let's party all night. Smoke weed, get bitches. Let's party all night. Shit. Let's party all night. Smoke weed, get bitches. Let's party all night. Never been rolling down, rolling them blunt. I'm fucking your girl. I'm making her run. I'm in the field. I'm about to punt. I'm done with that. Roll another one up. I'm in the building. About to throw it up. Curses my aroma. I'm pushed too hot. And when she on her knees, I think she playing but not. That's some good brain shit. Now girl, blow hard. Party on night. Smoke weed. Get bitches. Party on night. Smoke weed. Get bitches. Party on night. Smoke weed. Get bitches. Yeah, let's get hot tonight. God damn, that was so fucking bad, dude. Oh, God. Party all night, smoke weed, get bitches, let's party all night. That shit was lit. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, have a good fucking day, man. And I hope yours is as good as mine because I'm fixing to go get some food because my dog ate my shit and I'm not about to cook again. Uh, yeah, have a good fucking day. Share this episode and um, 
Yeah, try not to like kill anybody or nothing. Bye.